We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Let's go. You know it. What? Tell the story. What? You tell the whole damn world. This is bad territory. You know it. What? Tell the story. What? You tell the whole damn world. This is bad territory. You know it. What? Tell the story. What? You tell the whole damn world. This is bad territory. And it is our 13th episode today. Probably unlucky at this rate. That's but. It, what it was already unlucky this week. Oh, totally. It was. Um, maybe that's why we lost. Yeah, let's pretend that's that maybe the reason. I'm. We're sorry. Yeah. We're sorry that we started very, recording a week before. We're very very sorry. Yeah. See, maybe maybe if we had delayed this podcast a week, then it would have been podcast twelve, which Joe Roth number. Maybe yeah. maybe. It I was, mean, last week's was twelve. Which yeah. Should have. Yeah. Or maybe we started this entire podcast a week later. Oh, yeah. We but started. We couldn't. We couldn't because we wanted to get into we the We wanted to talk about Grand Lake State. <laughs> we did. We did. Um, so there's that. Um, but uh, ha, I don't know where to start. Uh, but I guess we'll start with just the overall big news that happened over the weekend. I mean, just just for all you listeners out there, we since basketball season started, it's not – we will – yeah. We won't only just be talking about the, the big news that happens in football but also yeah. basketball as well. To, and so on that note – UNC loses yeah, loses to North Car- Northern Illinois. Excuse University. me, UNI. There's mm-hmm. no Faruka match to do it this time. <laughs> I mean that. Uh, granted, they didn't have their starting point guard Marcus Page, who's still out with a broken hand and the surgery. Um, but wow, uh, they just could not buy a, a late bucket. It's a them. tough, tough Saturday for North Carolina fans. Say, hey, you get into the ACC title game in football. Yep. Nope, you don't get to win against Northern Iowa. Illinois. Northern, I thought it was Iowa because it, uh... Wasn't Illinois? It was UNI because NIU is the Huskies and they're red and these guys are purple. Oh, that is right. Yes, yes, yes. Northern Iowa. My mistake. Yeah. Who yeah. upset, uh, was it Kansas? Yeah, they, they, they met, yeah, they did, they did. Kamesh as an eight seed, I think. Yeah, yeah. That was it. Um, but I think for basketball, that that was pretty much the biggest. Yeah. I mean, I mean Virginia going down to George Washington, but that was last week. Yeah, there's um, been a few upsets. I mean, like, Stanford lost in basketball. So, yeah. red bastards. Yeah, I mean, we could have... I think we might move up decently in the rankings. Yeah, gonna... I mean, we struggled with ECU just because we couldn't make a gosh darn shot. Yeah, but we it was a, a, a W's W. Yeah. So, I think, I think we yeah, moved I up like slightly. it. Rab is a... Freaking monster! But um, we'll talk about that more later. We will get to the we will get to the good news later. But 
To start, we are sponsored today by Jägermeister. And because? You want to die after that game. <laughs> just, that there was, that's that just a straight answer. Yes, just... I, I have the thing of Jaeger in my freezer, and <laughs> even after this game, I'm never opening that shit again. <laughs> Excuse my language. <laughs> yeah, that, that yeah, that stuff is. Can deadly. we bleep that out? We could probably beep that. Oh, out. Okay. If if you if you're listening this far, you've probably already heard a beep. Mm-hmm. Um, Sorry. <laughs> some other news across uh, the college football landscape: uh, Ohio State goes down on a game-winning, game-ending field goal. Not a game. Well, it's game-winning too, but they lost as time expired to a field goal to Michigan State. I have two things on that. One stat. That Michigan State has led for zero seconds of their games against Ohio State and Michigan. And yet won. They won both. And two, the post-game quote from the kicker, when asked about the kick, was, I effing nailed it. Yeah. There it is. Yeah. That pretty much uh, sinks it. And then, uh, oh, well, for me, one more thing to note about that game is after the game, uh, Ezekiel Elliott and Cardale Jones both tweeted out something. Uh, Cardale was basically said um, that was a great last time um, at the U or at the Horseshoe mm-hmm. um, and Ezekiel Elliott said uh, like a thank you for all the fans that have come out and supported him so far and it was a great um, last game at uh, yeah. at the Horseshoe as well so yeah. he also said that he didn't think the coaches put them in a position to win oh, I mean I, well, that, well burning bridges as he crosses them uh, so I mean for me it looks like he's they're not coming back that's airstrike on the bridge <laughs> A, a napalm strike. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So Elliot will have, he'll have, he'll be good in the league. Yeah, he when he, running back is becoming a less commodified position in the NFL. Yeah. So that being said, Cardale will find somewhere to go in the league, or he'll be a graduate transfer somewhere. But that doesn't seem too likely. Yeah, I, I don't think has he graduated. He's only a sophomore. Well, he did not come there to play school. He's <laughs> actually a redshirt junior right now. Oh, is he? So I did not know that. So he could graduate in four years. Oh, wow. And maybe he could go play in, like, Akron or something. Somewhere. And just boost his stock. And he'll pull a Russell Wilson, go to Wisconsin. Oh, yeah. Maybe that Win a Rose Bowl. Yep. Or or maybe he goes the um, the old John. Was it John Shire who did that? The Duke basketball player? That yeah. went to that played quarterback at, at Syracuse. Uh, at Syracuse. Yeah, it was. It was. It may not have been Shire, but it was someone in that vein. I yeah. know exactly. Like Paulus. Was it Paul? No, no, no. It can't have been Paulus. But it was in that. It was in yeah. that lineage no, of point guards. Yeah, that is correct. Um, and then on to the next one. Uh, Notre Dame sneaks by Boston College at Fenway. That was pretty cool. That was pretty cool yeah. to see Fenway as a football stadium. I love watching. AT&T aside, because that place does not work for a football game, yeah. because it doesn't hold the sound in. Yeah, The Green Monster and just Fenway in general holds the sound in yeah. really well. And they had a great promo for it that I watched a bunch of times. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that that stadium could easily be a football stadium, in my opinion. It, yeah. It has the shape of one, too. Um, they did a real good job in terms of transforming it. Um, and everybody loves the Green Monster. Everyone so. does. Yeah. Even, you, I, even I do, and I hate the Red Sox. Yeah. If you're a baseball fan or just a fan of sports stadiums, that's yeah. one hell of a stadium. That's that's the one I need to go to. Yeah. Um, and also, Baylor sneaks my Oklahoma State. Uh, yep. They, Oklahoma State was undefeated, I think. Baylor's on their third quarterback. Wow. Um, so, Seth, Seth Russell goes down. Mm-hmm. Their second quarterback, I don't know his name, but he goes down in this game too. 
And then, uh, but I don't think it's a severe injury. But so they had to start their third quarterback. But yet they still won. So they're nine and one. And um, I just saw them earlier today. I think they're at, uh, I think they're at eight or six now, or six or eight. One, one big surprise. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Oklahoma defeats a Trayvon Boykinless TCU. Yeah, I saw a couple plays there with Baker Mayfield, and that yeah. guy can scramble, man. Yeah. He just had a bunch of plays where he'd go one, two, spin around another guy, yeah. throw off another guy, and then get knocked right under the chin. I was watching those highlights expecting another like 40-yard run from Joe Mixon, but yeah. uh, I don't think he – he didn't have that great of a game today. That um, guy sucks. <laughs> and then also the last thing for me was uh, Ole Miss beating LSU. Here's the thing. As there's been a lot of rumors that they want less miles out, which I don't understand in the slightest. Who are you going to get? I will take less miles. Yes. I will. I, I will. Oh, I will. I will bring out the red carpet and and somehow the blue carpet. Thank you the very blue, much. The, sorry, the blue carpet and uh, you know a whole bunch of roses. Um, yeah. And and just just the whole shebang. Finest Bermuda grass I can find. <laughs> like. Perfectly fertilized. Maybe room. maybe we can get that bottle of Jaeger from your freezer for him when he lands at Oakland Airport. Um, we need to find, like, McCallan or... <laughs> Actually, knowing him, he eats grass, so he might be okay with, like, some, like, moonshine or something. <laughs> maybe. Maine, Gatlinburg, Tennessee. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm, I'm in the same boat as you. Why? Why? There is no rhyme or reason. It's just egos who are hurt. Like, easily. how can you go higher? Like, I don't understand. Unless you reanimate the corpse of Vince Lombardi (laughs) and then, like, kidnap Nick Saban to have him run the controls. Then here's a question for you. Would a Pac-12 coach ever make the jump to the SEC, do you think? Would it work? Yeah, there is a man who's going to do it, and his alias is Joey Freshwater. (laughs) I mean, it's USC by way of Alabama. Yeah. And he'll have... uh, Tosh as his D coordinator. Oh god. So, yeah. That I actually that's one of the reasons why we won't see Justin Wilcox as the Cal coach. Yeah. Because he's buddy buddy with Tosh and they he would bring him on as a D coordinator. We don't want him back. We want to fire Tosh into the sun here. <laughs> yeah, we do. Yeah. Speaking of traitors, Brennan Scarlett. Let me say this. I didn't say this last week. It Blows my mind. We there's an article last week after we did our podcast did. about uh, Brennan Scarlett. Uh, he talked to Blake Martinez and said that he would never come back to Berkeley just even to, to hang, hang out. out. And by the way, this quote um, was taken down immediately within like I think an hour or so. They, the ed, the article was edited, and this this quote was taken down by the uh, the author of the San Jose Mercury article. So yeah, this that's a horrible freaking thing to say. You spent four years in a place. I think, honestly, we're the best damn school on earth. I know I'm biased, but academically, you can't do much better. Can't. The city of Berkeley is lovely. Yeah, which which on that a little side note from there, um, jo- uh, Jeff Goodman, John Goodman uh, from ESPN, who does college basketball. Uh huh. He was on our campus on Friday. Yeah. And uh, he tweeted out something. He said, "I, I, he's, he said he's embarrassed to. He, he's very embarrassed." To admit this, but he is he was he said he'd never been to Cal's mm-hmm. campus before and he just said wow. So there's that. Yeah, it's beautiful. Know. It's way better than Stanford's Taco Bell looking piece <laughs> of trash. And I just 
God, everyone there, every player wanted to beat him down. Every coach wanted to beat him down yesterday. And they held him in check. They couldn't hold McCaffrey in check, but no. they held him in check. So, Brennan Scarlett, you're terrible. Yeah. I wish you success with your degree, but I wish you no football success. Yeah. And everyone is dumber for having seen you play. Yeah. A simple no would have sufficed. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Like, I understand the prospect of going to play with your brother. Yeah. That's, that's fine by me. And regardless I, if that's a rival school or not, uh-huh. but the fact that if you're celebrating the win against your alma mater in the rivalry game as a team of a uh, as a player on the rival squad, that's where it gets me. It's like, I mean, if the joke that was made about making Space Jam Two was that if it starred LeBron, he'd just go play for the Monstars. <laughs> and Brennan Scarlett is not even close to LeBron. He's not even Mario Chalmers, but no. he would he would go play for the Monstars, which yeah. is horrible. Yeah, just because he would get the win. But yeah. I mean, yeah, I I understand the family part. Getting to play with your brother for a year—that's that's all fine and dandy. Yeah. But I mean, even. I mean, I hate. I, I mean, I don't hate bringing this up, but you know, guys like you know Cristiano Ronaldo, who who's you know world soccer star, yeah. moves from Manchester United, goes to Real Madrid. I'm a huge soccer guy, by the way, and I'm a huge Manchester United guy. Oh, really? I didn't know. <laughs> um, and he comes back um, in the Champions League, plays against United, scores, mm-hmm. but he doesn't celebrate. I mean, he has to score for his team to win, right? Yeah. Which they have to advance, but he he know after he scores, he yeah. just. And I mean. It's like mostly it's different leagues. Though, yeah, yeah. To um, until they get to the Champions yeah, League, yeah, yeah. it's English Premier and yeah, yeah. La Liga or yeah, whatever yeah. they have in Spain. Yeah. So I mean, but there's that there's that sense of respect, right? For for that yes. team that has nurtured you and made you into the person that you are, which yeah. which Cal has done for four years for Scarlet. But yeah. the fact that you're celebrating, like you know, going nuts with your one year team, yeah, like your temp team. Um, I don't know that that just. That's the part that just made me angry. It sours everyone on yeah. them. Yeah. Uh, all right, so uh, we'll move on from there uh, to the actual, the actual big game. Um, uh, Trace and I we were talking before the game, um, and you were at the game. Yes. I decided not to make the trek. Um, I don't blame you. Yeah, but uh, but our my our best friend um, on our website, uh, Mister Bearology. Um, on Friday night when we were watching the, the Cal basketball game, uh, we were all sitting around each other. And mm-hmm. He goes, I just hope they make me regret not going. That was my mentality as well. Yeah. Um, but. I think that was my grandpa's mentality because <laughs> he, did, he didn't make the trip. Yeah. So. I think that was a lot of people's mentality that decided not to go. So, uh, all right, let's get to it. Um, Cal played Stanford last night um, at Stanford in Palo Alto at the... I don't know the the small stadium that they own there. And Stanford Stadium. Yeah, uh, Cal loses thirty five to twenty two. Um, Jared Goff, thirty seven completions on fifty four attempts, two touchdowns, three hundred eighty six yards. Um, Kevin Hogan only seven or seven completions on twelve attempts, ninety six yards and a touchdown. Christian McCaffrey, that is the uh, the highlight of the game today. Uh, 29 rushing attempts, 192 yards, okay? But he didn't score a touchdown uh, rushing. rushing. He scored one on a 49-yard screen and a 98-yard kickoff return. Yeah, so there's that. 
So all-purpose yards-wise, Christian McCaffrey accumulated 389 all-purpose yards on this. Yes. Which is, from what I understand, a Stanford record. Yes, of record. course it is. Yeah. And they're they're going to go up on that wall there that they have through the tunnel that shows like all their All-Americans and their great quarterbacks and their bowl games and their... His picture will be up there in the next like five and years. Near his dad's. Yeah. And apparently, I found this out while I was there. There's an old interview with Ed McCaffrey said basically a good portion of the reason him and his wife got together was to breed super fast white guys. Dear God. Yep. <laughs> which he, which they did. This to... was back in like 1992. So. Yeah. yeah. Well, they did they did it to did. perfection. He is one yeah. fast man. Yes, and he's a very like. I don't know. He's got a good low center of gravity. He's very talented. I yeah. hate him. And I wish him nothing but the worst. But good work. Yeah. I mean, if he were ever to be drafted by my my professional football team that I cheer for, which is the Chargers. Yeah. If you're on the Raiders, eh, I'd be all right with it. Yeah. I mean, he'd be a great addition. But as as right now, as a Stanford guy, no, no. Nope. Oh, I despise seeing that guy play. Um, let's get to it. the four positives, four negatives. Um, um, should we start with the negatives, or should yeah, we? Yeah, let's get them out of the way. Let's get the negatives out of the way. All right, so, we'll start with you, Trace. Ah, uh, Christ, just tackling. Yeah, just couldn't tackle. For the love of God, could not tackle. Yes, just hold him down, pull his pants down, or something. <laughs> That's what they do, and I know it's a fake sport, but in professional wrestling, when they roll someone up, they yeah. pull on the tights. Yeah. It gives the realism. So just pull on the tights, pull his pants down, have him moon the entire stadium. There aren't too many obscenity laws. Hell, we all saw LeBron James's junk during the finals this year. Yeah. I mean, um, just do something. Untie his shoes. Lance Stevenson. I'll go on. I'll go one more on top of that, or just piggyback off of that is the the angles they took. Yeah, that, on tackles. That's a good point. Oh my lord. Some were horrendous. Yeah. Oh God. I mean, that that Christian McCaffrey run for the touchdown. Uh, yeah. That 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 basically says it all. Is at the beginning you saw um, Wilson kind of a hold on on Devontae. Um, there were at least. Argue. I'd say there were three missed holds on that play, yeah. but you still got to make. The Someone's got to make a tackle. Even yeah. even uh, let's. Uh, he, that's what we were discussing earlier. Yeah, You've got to make a play. Yeah, if it gets into it. the secondary, that's fine. I mean, if they didn't call it, but at least stop him from getting a touchdown. Yeah. Um, Looney misses a tackle. Then Hardy Nickerson takes a bad angle, and he yeah. just gets blocked out of the Hardy's the play. had some issues with taking bad angles. Pyatt took a – he rushed in there to help out, and yeah, he took a bad he angle. He break down, and McCaffrey could just, like, whoop, whoop, yep. him out. Um, and then uh, Darius White – Took a bad angle and then basically got blocked yeah. the way all the way to the end zone. So there were a lot, a lot of bad angles. And um, I know, so I, I watched the game at my place with um, our buddy Solomon, yes. who was on the pod a few weeks ago. He was furious. I mean, because he played safety when he was in high school. So he knows the, yeah, just it, the routes you got and the angles you have to take. You specifically have to go for the alley. Yeah, I I played a little bit of safety. I didn't play too much. I stayed at linebacker mostly, but yeah. you have to essentially hope what you want your team to do is like force down the alley, yeah. so that if you're a safety, you don't want to be making the tackle, obviously. Yeah. But if they force down the alley enough, squeeze down the space where you can go, you have a clean shot. But that didn't happen. 
and he's the angle. Still field. Yeah. I think maybe they underestimated how fast McCaffrey was. Maybe that too. Um, but yeah, for me, the, the angles that they took on on defense. Um, I mean, otherwise, I think our D line played. I'll talk about this in the positives, but our D line played pretty good. Yeah. They they held. They did what they what they were they supposed to do. They weren't bad. Yeah. They weren't all worldly, but they were. They're. I'd say average. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, another negative. So negative. Uh, man, just special teams. Just the kick return at the end of the first half was. It seemed. I don't know how you can come back from something like that. Yeah. Just well, we made all our field goals. We shouldn't have taken that many field goals. But we made all of them, and at the end of the first half, I want to know whose decision it is whether to have that onside kick there. Actually, uh, every day or every Sunday this season, I've been my grandpa has called me to talk about the game, which is weird because I see him every week anyway. But <laughs> uh, I talked about the game, and that was his big deal was. Whose idea was it to go for, not squib it at the end of the first half? Yeah, because squib kicks work for us. They don't work for Stanford, but they work for us. Yeah, uh, it's it was beneficial for us. What what was it? Under a minute left in the game, and all I think it was under a minute, right? Yeah. All we needed to do was just let them run at the clock. And plus, Stanford's not the type of offense where even if they get it at the 35, 40 yard line off a squib kick, yeah, they're not going to take a shot at the end zone. Yeah, it was like Nate. 35 seconds left. Yeah. And, and to be fair, our defense was holding their run game pretty well in the first half. So my... We weren't doing a terrible job, no. Yeah. No, no. We, they weren't amazing. We weren't stopping yeah. every run play. And we were, we were doing very well against the pass. Yeah. So. We were doing exactly what we needed to do, was just just hold them to a certain degree. Um, I guess for me, I'll go off of that. My negative would be uh, the play calling towards the end of the game. Yes. Um I mean, we're in our own end zone. We're like on our, it's like third and 14 and stuff like that. And we're running the ball. Like it. Yeah. Like. And in the. Yes. Yes. First drive of the game. Yeah. We ran the ball on like third and long. I mean, yes. Like you're going to, maybe you'll catch them off guard because they think they, of course, 99% of everyone thinks you're going to pass. Yeah. That, and then maybe you'll catch them it's off like guard. like third and 14. What do you do? Draw play. Yeah. Yeah. That's not going to work. Bill Tedford, standby. Yeah. See, that only works if you have a good enough offensive line and that can make the push and get into the secondary. Yeah. We do not have that. And their D-line is pretty outstanding in terms of facing the run. Yeah. Um, so. Pass rush, eh. Yeah. But. Questionable. But at least in the run game, their D-line is pretty out- outstanding. Um, so, there was that. There was also, for me, the thing that just... Oh, it was just upset me and just, I was, I was just, I, I walked out of my balcony and just literally screamed at this moment. It was five minutes left in the game. This was just after the, the love touchdown run. Mm-hmm. Made it 35-16. Yeah. And we're in our own half. Fourth down. We don't go for it. We punt. Like, if that's not raising the white flag, I don't know what is. That was strange. Yeah. No, it wasn't. Like, what type of... I don't... I I'm, I still get worked up like thinking about this. I feel like we're going to get even more angry yeah. if we keep going on this. Yeah, subject. but I just want to say one more... I just want to say one thing. What message does that send to your 
to your old guys to begin with saying, hey, you know, this is over. Yeah. But what, but the bigger, the bigger part for me is what part does that, what, or what message does that send to the younger guys? everyone knows why you're punting it's just so that you can save face and not give up more points because mm-hmm. if you're going to turn the ball over on the 30 yard line that's pretty much saying you're going to give up at least three points with five minutes left of course they're going to at least kick a field goal right if we had yeah. to turn if we turned the ball over but i'm looking at that going like how does that's not a good precedent to set no. especially this is not the first time this has happened this season that is a terrible precedent to set for all the young guys and basically saying, hey, if we're not in the game, we're not going to fight for it. That's, that's basically what this message is saying is if we're not even close, like, you know, if six minutes left, we're down by three scores, like we're not going to try. Yeah, you just you have to fight to the end. That's the deal with anything in yeah. life or whatever. I mean, if we if we had if if he had thrown if he yeah. had just chucked it like 40, 40 yards or so and we and. You know, it was just one of those, like, it didn't, it went off the hands of the receiver or something like that. I'd yeah. be like, at least we took a shot. Yeah. At least we tried. Yeah, we need to follow the words of famed poet Dylan Thomas and rage against the dying of a light. Or, at, I mean... Or just do something. Yeah. One more play call thing. At the end of the first half, we had the ball. Yes. We were getting the ball back to start the second half. Yeah. We take a knee. Actually, we ran the ball. Oh, we did. Yeah, we ran the we, ball. We didn't... Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's right. Same, same, same concept. concept. Yeah, I don't understand. I mean, I mean, maybe this is just the aggressive Madden version of me, where I just throw the ball at yeah. any like. Does no. anyone ever punt in Madden? I have <laughs> in an actual game where I'm playing with somebody. I've never no, punted. No, never, never. Well, me and my friends when we play, we have a we have a silent rule that no one punts. You're yeah. not allowed to punt. I mean. You're only allowed to punt if you're within your own red zone. Yeah. And if you want to flip the field, that's fine. But yeah. if you're anywhere near like 40 yeah. or 50 yards, you take a shot or you yeah. play the Same sticks. Same with NFL blitz. Yeah. You don't punt. No one you punts. don't You don't do the free extra point. No. Nope. You go for two every time. You go for two. Yep. Yep. It's prison rules. <laughs> so yeah, that's the, that, that's the only question marks I have. And then we'll talk about this more later when we talk about... Just the coaching and, and the, the future of the all team the fun and all stuff. that. Yeah, all that all that fun stuff. Which yeah. Uh, but moving on. Uh, positives? Uh, I got a few actually. Just golf seemed to have his mojo back. Yep. And Stanford wasn't allowing anything big over the top. Yeah. So we just picked him apart for like eight, nine, ten yards at a time. And it worked. And it worked. Uh, Trags had a good game in particular yep. on that. He had seven catches for hundred and two yards and a touchdown at the end. And he was the recipient of some Powell, Davis, Chad Hansen. Yep. Who stepped in while Kenny Lawler was injured. Yeah, Kenny so, only played one snap. Yeah. He was just on the sideline the, the rest of the game. Yeah. Um, I'm well, positive for me. We didn't turn the ball over once. Yeah. That's a that's a huge positive that's for very me. Very good. Yeah. No turnovers in this game at all, actually. Yeah. Well, we didn't force one. We didn't commit one. That's fine. Um, we another positive. We actually had a larger time of possession. Yeah, I noticed that. Which mind blowing. We outgained them by a lot. A lot. Yeah, and over a hundred yards. If you didn't look at the box score, like and and, and specific player stats, and yeah. only looked at total rushing, total passing, you know, time of possession, all that. Yeah. You would think we won, or at least came close. <laughs> or came close to winning. I, 
it's just a matter of conversion in the red zone. And yeah. that's that. But And that being said, the offensive line did a good job at giving Jared enough time. And they did a good job at getting Trey Watson to the outside. Yeah. Or at least, like, Watson ran around some of those guys. Yeah. So I thought he did a great job. He might be our starter next year, but we'll talk about that more later. Uh, I guess one more positive for me, Matt Anderson. Yeah. Wow. Um, Sunshine's been kicking real well. Yeah, I am not happy about the fact that we kicked three times when we were in the ten yard with within within ten yards, but but he's becoming a pretty outstanding kicker. Yeah. Um, it's all confidence and reps. And yeah. Keeping on doing it. We have him for two more years after yeah. this, so I think we're good. Yeah, just call him Sunshine. 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 He lo- he's a dead freaking ringer for that. <laughs> um, all right, do you have any more positives from this game? Uh, just, they, I was there on the sideline, actually, and the main thing that I liked was the confidence that the offensive line had because they, they weren't happy after every single field goal. They were... Extremely pissed off. Rigsby in particular was yeah. pissed off and saying, "I don't want no, I don't want any more field goals. I want touchdowns. We can drive on these guys." Yeah. And just that belief in themselves is something that I haven't seen. Yeah. And having that belief with them, may, maybe it'll carry over to the next matchup with Arizona State, and I think they can beat them. Yep. I I think so as well. Yeah. Um, I just think, I mean, I guess we can go on to this now, is what needs work. And for me, it's the silly, silly, silly fouls. Yeah, that was uh, Granado on that yeah. one. The Granado push, the, the Rigsby, the little hitch fall start. Yeah. Um, and just those... There those, are a couple of missed ones for Stanford, but it's the Pac-12. They're always going to miss them. Yeah. yeah. And uh, we, me, Trace and I were talking about this, is on, on the note of fouls and... Certain you know flags not being called or certain infractions not being the official, called. Sonny hates the officials and the officials hate Sonny. Yeah, so, which I mean, doesn't bode well. Yeah, there. I mean, we were talking about this and we basically said there comes a point where you have to balance the fact that they're they're not going to call everything, and then you also have to make plays. Yeah. Um, and for me, we just did not make enough plays. No, we did. Not. Yeah. Of course, there were a few very largely blown like holding calls. Yeah, but you can't call every holding and call. A couple of bad spots. Yeah, and a couple of bad spots. Yeah, that as well. Yeah, but um, let's see, player of the game. Yeah, or do you have anything else that needs work? Uh, just nothing that hasn't been mentioned before. Yeah. Field tackling. Yeah. Tackling in general, stopping the run. Yeah. Getting off of blocks. Nope. Uh, yeah, I guess we can go on to what needs work. Or any players player of the game. game. Yeah, for you. Um. Hard to pick, honestly. I'll say Trey Watson. Okay. I liked what he did. Yeah. Just getting to the outside because we haven't been able to run on Stanford too well. Yeah. I think we get we get one like good interior guard and Vic could probably run for like a hundred yeah. every we, game. If we get another guy, Boreo is a very good run blocker. Yeah. So we get another guy Samisi. Samisi's going on a mission though, isn't he? Is he? I thought so. No. Oh. Oh, Lord. And we lose one again. Yeah, but we'll get someone back yeah. there. Maybe um, we move Cochran to guard. Maybe. Yeah, that might work. Um, for me, Darius Powell. Yeah, he made a lot of 
Yeah. Catches. I mean, only, I mean, only 74 yards on seven receptions, but he made every catch when it mattered, and he made every underneath catch when we needed a first down. And yeah. he was just in the right spots, in tough spots, just fighting for yards. Yeah. Something that got lost in this, actually, was a, the Trevor Davis catch with one hand. I just reached out and then got annihilated in what should have been a darkened call. Yeah. But, wow, that was an amazing catch. Yeah. That was simply, oh, Wow. Uh, I think Kenny might have just on the sideline might have been like, "Wow, that's my teammate." Yeah. Um, so that like was I transferred my super large hand powers. <laughs> yeah, that that catch was pretty insane. Um, all right, uh, that pretty much wraps up all our talk of the big game. Um, another loss, uh, six in a row. Axe has not come back. Unless we steal it, which I'm gonna try next time. <laughs> you shouldn't say that on the air. Uh, behind closed doors, maybe. Technically, we are behind closed doors, but... Yeah, my name is... Uh, um, I'm trying to think of a good fake name. Burt Macklin. Yes. FBI. Um, <laughs> huge entry. Uh, um, all right, uh, on to the uh, other Pac-12 games today. Um, since we do not have a guest, once again, Trace, I'm just going to ask you. You give me your thoughts on every game that we yeah. saw this week. Uh, first off... UCLA goes to Salt Lake City, beats Utah 17-9. to Yeah, Utah's without um, Devontae Booker for the rest of the season. Yeah. So that kind of handicaps him. Jordan Payton didn't have the greatest game passing, but he did run pretty well. UCLA just played pretty well, well enough to win, and they're in the driver's seat to win the Pac-12 South, which I think they're going to do, and then they're going to get their stuff kicked in by Stanford. Yep. Yeah, of course. Of course, UCLA now is winning the Pac-12 South. Yeah, that's how uh, it has to work. That's how the Pac-12 works this year. Um, next, uh, USC goes to Autzen to face Oregon. Oregon beats them or crushes them 48-28. Vernon Adams, 80% passing com- or completion percentage for 407 yards and six touchdowns. That says it all. He murdered them. He is the only... He's the first quarterback to throw six touchdowns on USC. Wow. Ever? Yeah. Which is... Have yourself a day, young man. Yeah, have yourself a day. Yeah. Um, next one, uh, Arizona Arizona against Arizona State. This is... Uh, what do they call this bowl? The... Uh, territorial Cup. The Territorial Cup. That's right. The Territorial Cup. Arizona State wins 52-37. to So, this game, Arizona State was dominating early. It was 31-10 to at halftime. Then... Arizona cut it to 38-30 and was driving down the field. Boom, pick six, ASU up 45-30. Boom, another pick six, ASU up 52-30. to It just went like that. That's all you need. Uh, all right. Uh, so, yeah, so Arizona State wins their rivalry game. Yeah, they uh, won. Yep, good for them. They uh, yeah. And they're bowl eligible now. They are. They are. That they are. Uh, Washington goes to Oregon State. Washington wins 52-7. to Yeah, Oregon State is not good. Washington is better. They need a win next week in the Apple Cup to uh, become bowl eligible, which may be the Pac-12 will have 10 bowl eligible teams. Yep. Yeah, if Washington beats Washington, Wazoo next week. Yeah, which could happen now, that, uh, but we'll get to that momentarily. Yeah. In the last game, Colorado goes to Washington State, loses 27-3. The volcano has been rendered dormant right now yeah. after sustaining a The Millennium Falcon is down. Yeah, the Falcon got shut down. 
or shot down, I should say. He, he got carted off on the backboard or something. Yeah, they still haven't said what his injury was. His uh, replacement, Peyton Bender, did all right. But they had the first 100-yard rushing game in the tenure of Mike, Mike Leach, which I think they're 48 games in or something insane like that. Yeah. Yeah. And Washington State's 8-3 now. This, the hope for this is that Washington State is the kind of model that Cal's following, where Mike Leach didn't, had three pretty bad years yeah. to start. But this year, exploded, running on all cylinders, beating good teams, too. Very good teams. I mean, losing to Portland State. But Portland State may be the best team in Oregon. <laughs> Maybe. Well, uh, at least second best. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm still a big Washington State homer. I hope they beat Washington next week. Yeah, I'm holding so, on a little hope. Go Cougs. Go Cougs. Yes. Um, and with that, with that, we will move to the upcoming week. With the upcoming week. Which uh, is more of a rivalry week for everyone except us and Arizona. Yeah. Uh, this is kind of weird just because it is Thanksgiving, so there's games on Friday and Saturday. Yeah. Um, so, I mean... Hey. That being said, Thanksgiving, my favorite holiday. So, All right, there we go, with some turkey. All right, let's start with Friday. Trace, um, OSU at Oregon, 12.30 uh, This is going to be a bloodbath. <laughs> like, like Red Wedding from Game of Thrones style? I'm thinking church scene and uh, whatever it is, Kingsman combined with the opening scene of Saving Private Ryan. Uh, well, for, I, I'm also thinking, for me, more of... Uh, Sir, what's it? Sir Lancelot scene in Monty Python and Holy Grail. Yep. Just da ha, da ha, stab, aha, stab. I want to see. <laughs> no, no, stop it, stop now. What a great movie. Yes, um, I've watched that so many times. <laughs> Wait, it looks like he's getting Killed close. the bride. <laughs> he's still alive. I'm still alive. I'm feeling a bit better. Are you not? Uh, I've um, seen that movie possibly a hundred times. I just watched that movie with uh, two friends uh, two nights ago, and one of them was watching it for the first time. Oh. So, I mean, we had to stop the movie at the very beginning because as soon as he saw, um, you know, he saw that for the first time, he just, he couldn't, he, he could couldn't not stop, it. yeah, he just could not stop laughing that we had to stop the movie because... Because that, that first scene where they talk about the swallow and the coconut and the migration. Got two coconuts and you're banging them together. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's key because it, it comes yeah. up again at the end of the movie. So we have to stop it and we're like, all right, get over it and then we'll continue. <laughs> uh, but that's besides the point. Um, but yeah, that's that's how I see this game playing yeah. out is Sir Lancelot running through the castle. Um, killing let's everything. see. There's got to be one more example that I can think of. Uh, oh, man. I don't know, uh, the the bloodbath of feelings after Will Smith meets his dad and his dad leaves in uh, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, maybe. Maybe. Or the one where Carlton has a gun. Or maybe maybe in the movie The, the Departed when all the cops die. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Spoiler alert for anyone. <laughs> Who has not we'll seen not that? tell you which ones die. Yeah. They just all die. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, we'll move on to the next one. The next, the Apple Cup, Washington State at UW, 12.30 p.m. on Fox. What do you think? Well, Washington State's working with a backup quarterback. And, but, that being said, I think they could throw on UW. Yeah. 
because they've got they've probably got some way to yeah they've got something Mike Leach is an evil pirate mastermind yeah who's not that evil I think he's a good guy he yeah. writes books about Geronimo he's just a pirate yeah he's just he's just a pirate he's, he's, like, he's, he's like Jack, captain now he's like Jack Sparrow yeah he's a pirate but he's a good pirate yeah kind of weird yeah alright he uh, walks funny he drinks <laughs> a lot yep yep wonders why the rum's always gone yep so those are Friday's games. There's three, there's four Saturday games, including ours, but we'll go over the other ones first. Uh, Saturday, first game is uh, at 11.30 a.m. on Pac-12 Network, Colorado at Utah. Um, See, I, I, you know, honestly, back game for Utah, honestly. I feel bad for these guys just a slight bit, just because we have, all the other schools have natural, just uh, regional rivals. Rivalries, and these guys were like, yeah, you got thrown together. Yeah, since, so you guys are rivals. Yeah. Um, so... Uh, yeah, but I, I, it'll be a fun game. It might be a blowout. It's but. the Rocky Mountain Oyster rivalry. <laughs> um, and then the next game at 12.30 on, uh, I think, ABC, ESPN, uh, UCLA at USC. The battle for the victory bell, I believe. Is it a victory bell? Uh, it's something like that. I, honestly, I think UCLA is going to win this one just because this is the exact kind of game that USC would lose. And even in a season where Sarkeesian got fired... They're still only going to have seven wins. Yeah, well, and that too, but uh, USC, I think, lost Juju Smith-Schuster yeah. uh, this past weekend. Um, he was, he was just on a run. He just tightened up. And he was, yeah. So yeah. if it's a hamstring injury, it usually takes more than a week. I saw a knee. Oh, it looked like a knee? Yeah. Okay. Um, so there's that. And then lastly is uh, Notre Dame at Stanford, 4.30 p.m. on Fox. Both teams need it for their playoff hopes. Stanford's are still relatively slim. Yeah. Relatively, I mean, they, they weren't even in the ranked in the top 10 this morning, yeah. So. Well, the playoff rankings will come on later, this yeah, week. on Tuesday, yeah. So, they'll, uh, I'm rooting for Notre Dame all the way here, yeah, even with their abomination of green uniforms that they had. I love that guy's last name, Procise. That's yeah. an I think that's an awesome last name, yeah. Um, CJ sure. Procise, what an awesome name, yeah. But they need to just if you're gonna do the green uniforms again, you need to go with the old school ones that are just like green tops. Yeah. Gold lining around the white numbers. Yeah. And then the gold pants. Yeah. And keep the helmets. Those look good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, for me, I've always had a soft spot for Notre Dame. Because, yeah. one, it was my dad's dream school to get to. It was one of my dream schools to go for college. I applied early here, but I didn't get in. But um, So I always had a soft, soft spot. And I, I love the the Brady Quinn and, yeah. um, and uh, Jeff Samarja. And, and uh, I, who was Golden the other Tate. Golden Tate. Yeah. Um, so I have, I've loved those teams uh, at Notre Dame, so I have a soft spot for them. And if they can beat Stanford for me and crush their playoff hopes, even better. Yeah. Even better. Beat them down, Notre Dame. Please do. And we'll cheer, cheer for old Notre Dame. And on to our game. Fox Sports 1. MS1. 7 p.m. We play uh, Arizona State here in Berkeley at California Memorial Stadium on Kabam Field. Yes. Um, and uh, it's senior night. It's the last game of the season. Oh, I thought it was senior night. No. Oh. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> no free tacos. Gonna have to take back my Bloom Gold Sombrero. Oh, man. Oh, man. Uh, I even had a cape. <laughs> Oversized cape. No, that's getting into no, no. that I don't want. Yeah. You had a Lucha Libre mask, though. Yeah. There you go. I have one of those, but it's gold and green and a little bit of red, which I'm going to wear during the turkey trot that I'm doing this nice. Thursday. So. Nice. Um, so yeah, let's move on to this ASU matchup. Uh, four positives, four negatives about this matchup again. Uh, should we start with the positives or the negatives, Trace? Uh, let's start with the negatives. Let's start with Get the negatives. Out of the way. All right. 
I actually don't know too much about Arizona State, so this is all going to be baseless conjecture, but I'm going to do it anyway because that's what we do every week. Yep. So We don't really know what we're doing here. Yeah, no. We we have microphones set up and everything's plugged in and we somehow get it to you every week. Yeah, we get... We get paid zero dollars by Twist and Hook to do this. Yes, and we get a zero. We literally get a zero dollars check from Twist and Hook every. We promptly set on fire every week. <laughs> yeah, with the aforementioned Jägermeister, please sponsor us. <laughs> um, so let's go with the negatives. Um, I, I'll if you don't if you don't mind, I'll I'll start. Yeah, is, go for it. I, I Trish, need time. Christian McCaffrey torched us in terms of all-purpose yards. Yeah, Ballage is gonna. Ballage and DJ Foster. Oh boy, is he back at running back? Yeah, I think so. Oh boy. Um, I, I granted he won't have the kickoff returns, you know, that much, yeah. but they are both a force on the receiving offense or the passing offense and the run off the run game. So, yeah, so that'll be a big question mark: is can our linebackers stay with them um, anywhere, wherever they play, um, and just hold them basically because that O-line is pretty outstanding yeah in my opinion they're pretty good um not as good as Stanford's and no. if we can but the difference between you might say then why should we have a problem but the difference is the type of offense they run yeah Stanford runs eight eight to nine O-linemen on the line and so we know exactly yeah. what they're doing they're gonna run it they're running they're running with 13,000 offensive linemen and they're gonna pull the guards yeah. and they're gonna open a good hole Exactly, and they're going to have a they're going to have a triple I formation where an O lineman plays like a a pseudo fullback a fullback for the fullback basically. Um, So we know so that's different from how Arizona State runs their offenses. They have a just a regular five set O lineman, but they run that like semi pseudo triple option spreadish. Yeah. So they run a they run an option with um, Berkovici and whoever's in that running back, but then they also have quick passes they can do mm-hmm. to the, on the side. So um, that'll be key. Is, yes, that yeah. definitely will. Just and how we, we play against that. We haven't done that well, and uh, this is my second negative. We haven't done that well against option teams. Uh, we're, no. <laughs> we're pretty bad at reading the option. Um, and just the st- last time we did well against an option team was the last three quarters of the 2007 Armed Forces Bowl. Yep, and that was against Air Force. Yes. And that's not a knock on Air Force. I was at that game. It felt really bad to root against the Air Force. Yeah, I, I, we support our men and women in the Armed uh, Forces fully. Um, but, I mean, they are not, you know, Power 5 yeah. teams. So um, Our service academy. Yeah, so yeah, that's the big that's the big thing for me is can we stop their option run game? Is if not, ooh, we might get torched. Yeah, we're gonna have a long, long day. Yeah, of uh, of our defenders just running and running and running and running. On a third note, they have a very strong defensive line there. Yeah, and they, I think our pass protection has gotten a lot better these past two weeks. That being said. It needs to be even better for these guys. Mm-hmm. Just keep him away from golf. Let give him the time to make those eight, nine, ten yard throws, which he did pretty well at. Yeah. And if we can do that and just keep marching and keep completing them, and you know, be decent in the red zone to the point where we don't have to kick too many field goals, then I'll be okay with it. Yeah, I think we're getting into the. I mean, the last 
two games in the season because we are bowl eligible, so we will go to a bowl game. Um, yeah. But we're getting to the point where it's just uh, I don't I don't want to say like what are we playing for because we're playing for our record and we're playing for wins. Yeah, we're um, playing for a better bowl than the like heart of heart heart of artichoke bowl. Yeah, yeah, but I just really hope our nowhere Kansas. Yeah, I, I just hope our guys aren't deflated after this week's or yesterday's Stanford loss. Um, just going into this I final game of the season. Hurt, but yeah. I think these guys will come to play on Saturday. Yeah. I think everyone was pissed off more than deflated. Yeah. Uh, so four, uh, four positives then for us? Positives. Goss back on track, which he's your best player. He Maybe he, he went place. to Jared. Yeah. He didn't go to one specific Jared, who is in prison for the next 16 years. Yeah, not that Jared. But he's doing, he did all the things that we thought he could do. Yep. And he was very solid at it and made plays happen. So put the ball in the spot for only his guy. Yeah. Um, For me, our run game is pretty, has done pretty well. Yeah. Um, Having Watson in there and having him play at a high level. Yeah, um, and I think that he just our run game is starting to take off a little bit. Mm-hmm. If we get a little bit more blocking help um, in terms of just opening some lanes, because yeah. you know uh, Trey can run on the outside without a doubt, one hundred percent. But uh, we need Vic to sometimes just get some, just one like small hole. It doesn't even need to be one of those where he has an option to run the a gap or the c gap or the b yeah. gap. It's just just open up one of them for him. And just let him just churn out like a three, four yard, just burn some clock as well. Yeah. We can mix and match those types of runs. I think I think we have this game in the bag, personally. Um, I think we can do it. It's yeah. just going to be a matter of... Execution. Execution showing up. Excellence of execution, just like Bret Hart. Yep. We put Mike Bercovici in the sharpshooter. Yep. And tackling. Yeah. Maybe, maybe uh, Randy Orton can, can teach us... Uh, He's a, he actually, uh, I think he dislocated his shoulder recently, oh. so yeah. he's out for a few months. Oh, man. He's one of my favorites. Um, no more RKOs. Yeah. Out of nowhere. All right. Uh, for Let's talk about uh, who to look out for in this ASU game. For you, Trace? Uh, on our team, I will say uh, Steven Anderson didn't do too much against Stanford, but I think he'll be a bigger piece of the offense. Yeah. Even though Powell was kind of said, "Hey, I'm, I'm pretty good. I'm pretty darn good. I need my playing time." Yeah. But we'll see a bit more Stephen Anderson making plays. Uh, and then I guess for me, it's in the receiving core as well. Actually, I'll I'll give two. Um, I'll give the first one on defense, is um, if Drew still can't go this this upcoming week, then the backfield or the the secondary two. Pyatt's also injured. Yeah, Pyatt's out too. So. He, his arm. It'll probably be Vanderbilt. Yes. Good I thought one. he played really well, honestly. He did. He did. Uh, he missed a tackle or two, but that I think I can. I'll, I I give I make the excuse for him that it's just he hasn't played. Yeah. And just game speed and just game tackling is just different. Um, even though you're suited up and practicing and watching on the sidelines. Um, so I'll I'll give him that excuse for that. Um, yeah. but yeah, so I want to see how that secondary performs with all these injuries. Yeah. I will say one thing that I forgot to mention was the hit that Pyatt made on uh, Austin Hooper. Oof. That was right on time. Yeah. Like, dead split second on 
beautiful hit, but I think that's where he got hurt. Yeah. So. And your guy on offense, who are you thinking? For me, it's if Kenny's healthy, it's Kenny. Yeah. He hasn't played the last. Well, he played again. He played against Oregon State and caught his touchdown pass, but yeah. he hasn't really played since then. Yeah, and he hasn't. I don't think even in that game it was just one of those. Just get your reps in early because we yeah. know this might be a blowout, and then we're going to take you out, and you're not going to play. Um, and then he didn't. He only played one snap today, so yeah. Um, they're saying it's a bruised butt. <laughs> um, so Michigan has one of those. <laughs> yeah, they have a tight end. Yes. That that guy could not have played a more fitting position. <laughs> not at all, not at all. Um, and so for me, if he's if he's one hundred percent healthy, I think this is one of those games where he goes throw me the ball. I need to score my. He touchdowns. goes with the old Matt Hasselbeck. Give yeah. me the ball. I want to score. Yeah, yeah. Winners want the ball in their hand at the end of the game. Um, Chicks take scars. <laughs> All right. Heels. Yeah. So. Glory uh, last. <laughs> your prediction for this game, Trace? 42-31 Cal. We're going to come back with a vengeance and take these guys out. This is, honestly, this season has reminded me a lot of the 2011 season. Yeah. Just because we're we're losing. We lost closer to Stanford than I thought. We. It just feels like that kind of game where we're going to come out and just maul them. Yeah. And then... My thought is the only comparison I can make is if Vic catches a like a pass nine yards out and out sprints everybody like uh, CJ did that game. Yeah, he almost had one in the Stanford game. Yeah, too. that wheel route that wheel was route. like just a bit off. And yeah, if he lays out for that, he's getting a good twenty-five yards. Yeah, so I couldn't tell whether it was overthrown or he. It's I think the timing was just off. Yeah, where I don't think I Goff saw Vic slow down. Yeah, so but I also think Goff didn't understand how. I thought I, I maybe this is just in my head, but I think Goff thought maybe he was faster than Vic actually is. Yeah. I mean, Vic's pretty fast for the he size is. that he, he is. is. He definitely is, but he—it's not one of those. It's not like a California trade running that wheel route. No, I I did see Vic slow down oh, on that in the play. middle of the route. So maybe he didn't think he was getting the ball. No, um, but he was open. Yeah, he was pretty open. He had a good good beat on the linebacker. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that for me, I guess that for me, my this is my hot take ish um, prediction, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think we drop fifty. Fingers crossed. Yeah, I think we drop fifty and we they score three touchdowns. I think they could score three touchdowns. I, I think it's yeah. they they have a good enough offense to score. I don't think we hold them to. To under fourteen, that's not that's not possible. No, um, but twenty one okay. for me, so easy score 15-21. Okay, well, I think that's doable. Yeah, I think they'll score more than that, but that's just because I I have a high opinion of Berkovici still, even yeah. though they haven't had the kind of season everyone predicted they would. Well, I predicted them to win the Pac twelve South. So. Yeah, eh, yeah, I was wrong on both my picks for that. Yeah. So, yeah, you do what you gotta do. Yeah. Um, and that brings us to the end of our football section. Um, no, we actually have we a we have oh, a yeah. section within a section. Sorry, I I'm I forgot. Yeah. I that down. Um. So just just for our listeners, um, since football season is coming to a close, the football section will slowly become smaller. The basketball section slowly become bigger. Yes, it's basketball season, people. It That's is. the one thing to not be disappointed in. It is not. Um. So. 
for for us, I think there's a lot of off-season talk that needs to happen in terms of recruits, um, coaching changes, um, um, and and so on and so forth, and guys, you know, personnel changes with guys leaving the NFL. Um, so we're just going to tackle some questions and some topics um, about the team, um, about football, just I guess on a weekly basis, um, just heading into the off-season and what what uh, we need to work on and so on and so forth. So today we just wanted to talk about um, just the outlook of the team itself. So not necessarily the coaching changes um, that I mean, could possibly happen. And we're not talking there about... There probably will be one at least. Yeah, I mean, and we're not talking about the big one of like Sonny getting fired yeah. or anything like that. We're talking... I don't think Sonny's going to get fired. Nah, uh, and I put this out on Twitter yesterday is uh, maybe he does. My gut feeling is he does. But they've been talking about an extension with him, so I think it's highly unlikely. Yeah. Um, well, 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 that's that's related, I think. But we might we think we might get some assistant coaching changes and things like that, um, just to rearrange. I think we might get a special teams coach. Yeah. Um, so yeah, let's first things first. Uh, let's talk about the personnel, the replacements. This is the section I have, yeah. I've written it as the replacements. With this team and all the seniors and juniors that we have, there's a lot of guys that could go to the NFL early. There's a lot of guys that are just going to graduate. Yeah. Can I borrow your pen? Yes, you may. Yes. So as far as seniors, we got most of our receivers in Treggs. Law, um, Lawler could leave early. He's yeah. actually a redshirt junior. Yeah. Treggs. Uh, Anderson. Yep. Powell. Is Powell a senior? Yep. Wow. He played as a true freshman in 2012. Wow. Um, yeah, and Harris. Uh, Harris, I believe Davis is a junior, so he'll stay. No, this is. He's a junior. I'm is he a fairly junior? certain. Oh, Richard okay. Junior, because he went to Hawaii. Played here, one year. Played one year. Transferred. Transferred and redshirted. Then played last year. Oh, uh, and then and so he has one more year left. Yeah. Okay. So one more year. Then on the offensive line, we have Rigsby. Gone. Um. Is I believe Granado's a senior too. Yeah. And that's that. And then Lasco. Yep. Gone. Calfani another year left. Calfani's got another year, but I wouldn't be too sure that he's gonna stay with football when he has track and a bunch yeah. of other guys who are ahead of him on the RB depth chart. Right I mean, now. regardless, uh, we were talking about this before we started uh, the podcast, but Calfani's one of those guys that doesn't need the ball in his hand. He just likes it being a part of the team. So. Uh, and then on defense, we lose Mustafa, Kyle Cragen, Darius White, Darius White, uh, Hardy Nickerson. Hardy? I thought he was a junior. I thought he was a senior. Let me double check. Uh, well, even if we don't lose Hardy, we lose uh, Jalen Jefferson. Oh, yeah, we do. We lose Michael Barton. And we lose Stephen McClure. Wow. A lot of guys we lose. Yeah, we. It's a very senior-heavy team. Yeah, which, Hardy. Hardy's a junior. Okay, so Hardy's not. Really so we got one more year, of Hardy. Yeah, we got him. But these, uh, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. Thirteen contributors. Thirteen guys who have started. At least. Or they're on the two deep at the yeah. very least. There's other guys on the two deep, but these are the ones that we can think of. Yeah. And that's not even counting the possibility that golf leaves. Yeah. Which could happen still. I don't think it will. Just he's the kind of guy who I think would want to get his degree. Well, Kenny as well. Kenny, yeah. 
So that's two. That puts it at 15 guys that I you think, have to replace. I think he's on pace to graduate early, though. Yeah. He could graduate and do whatever he wants. But or no, golf. 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 Is, yeah. yeah. I think he's on he's on track, track to do that. Of course. So. They, they have a lot of good tutoring services there. Yeah. So. Um, so, yeah. So can we talk about some of the replacements in your yeah. opinion? So um, let's talk from the top down. Okay, so... With wide receivers, I'll I guess. start with the wide outs. So, Treggs, his guy is inside receiver. What we the His backups right now are Matt Rocket and, I believe, Bug Rivera. Wow. Who are both walk-ons, but we have the uh, last year's receiving class. Yeah. Which... Strickland. Strickland. Uh, um, uh, Grayson Bankshead, who's gray-shirting this year. Yeah, yep. Austin Aaron. Austin Aaron. Aaron's more Aaron, of an, Aust- Aaron Austin or Austin Aaron? Austin Aaron, who's more of an outside guy. I'd, yes. I'd put him in for uh, Harris. Uh, so, Carlos Strickland, Austin Aaron. Yeah, we also, but we also had um, Eric Brown leave the team as well, so we lost. Uh, he missed a few meetings, from what I've heard, yeah. and that's what, essentially, he didn't want to do it anymore, yeah. which, that's, if you don't want to be here, then fine. Yeah, I mean, he's still, I, I mean, apparently he's still attending the school. And yeah. He's going to finish up I mean, school. I don't understand why he wouldn't. Yeah. Um, and then also, what about Jack Austin? Jack Austin, he's been one of the heir, heir apparents on the outside yeah. as well. He's so. got wheels. The yeah. kid's got wheels. He got hurt yesterday. So. Um, and then, and then it's also this year's recruiting class, right? Yeah. With uh, Logan Gamble. Gamble, Matt Laris, Jordan Duncan. Yeah. And then, of course, I mean, it's it's not certain, but maybe the entire Mississippi Mafia heads this way with A.J. Brown, Jordan Duncan, DK, DK Metcalf. Um, it's possible. I don't expect it, but I don't, it's yeah, possible. Yeah, it's possible. That would be amazing. Yeah. All three of them could probably start right away. Um, oh, totally. Yeah. But I think for me, that, that X factor right there is Strickland and, yeah. Austin, and Austin Aaron. And uh, who's the other guy? Because I believe Strickland's number 19. There's one of our guys who's number 6. That's Chad Hansen. Uh, not Chad Hansen. He's a different receiver from our freshman class. Oh, I thought Strickland was 6. Strickland uh, is 6. I'm yeah. thinking number 19, who is Brandon Singleton. Oh, Brandon Singleton. Why am I? Wow, I even interviewed that guy. Singleton could be... I could see him at the inside wideout position replacing Powell. Singleton is the guy that Coach, Coach Dyke said um, at... Uh, Pac-12 Media Days, he said he might, he is what, we asked him, who do you think is the fastest guy on the team is, and he said Brandon Singleton. Um, and I've seen him in practice sometimes. The routes he runs, they're not, they're not crisp yet um, uh, in terms of his turns and his breaks, but wow, his top speed is pretty yeah. impressive. We're also leaving out Connell Ainoa in that one. That is true. Who hasn't had too much of a chance to showcase what he can do, but he's a crisp route runner. And he's, I love, I, he's just, fi- and he's fiery. Yeah. That's what I like about him. He fights for everything, for yes. catches, for passes, for and yards blocks. after catch. Yeah, for blocks. Uh, I love that guy. Um, and me and Solomon, whenever we're watching the game and uh, Kanavai comes out, we just yell, Kanavai! Like a little Spartan yell for Kanavai. Yeah. I love the guy. Um, okay. With that, we also have, Anderson's backup is Ray Hudson, and they're fine on that, yeah. honestly. Yeah. And, how can be backed up by Singleton or any of those other guys? Hey, we're still in the hunt for um, uh, for Asiata. Is it Asiata? Uh, Is he the younger brother or the guy who plays for the Vikings? No, 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 no. He's the Dallas Sal, the Dallas Sal tight end. 
or uh, I think he's a Dell South tight end. Um, but uh, we're still in the hunt for him too. So, huh. and he's a five star recruit. So. Well, we'll hope. Yeah. But I kind of don't expect. It. Yeah. But I could see Nate Singleton or just somebody else, Paul, in that regard. May Strickland will move inside. Yeah. Because he'd be a good. He's six five and Austin, a big dude. Austin and Aaron could yeah. possibly make it into that. Yeah, he that could do that too. Paul, so and he. Hudson was a big six five wide receiver when he was coming out of uh, Foothill. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, the wide receiver, the 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 position that I least worry about is the wide receiver spot. I really mm-hmm. don't. We have so many good guys yeah. there. So, in terms of the running backs, we move on to yeah, we have uh, Lasco, who we have a good stable behind, so none of us are really worried. Yeah, with uh, Watson and Murray and Lonnie Powell, and then with the incoming class. Um, we have a uh, Clark, yeah, I believe. Derek Clark, Derek Clark in and San he's, Diego. He's looked pretty good. Yeah, he's one of those multi-weapon guys where you can line him up in the slot, you can line him up in the back, you can line him yeah. shotgun to your left or right. Good so. athlete, just in general. Yeah, and then golf, we have Chase Forrest, Bowers, Aaron Bowers, Rubenzer, uh, Rubenzer, yeah, and uh, no, it actually is Rubenzer. I'm, nah, oh, man. Uh, and then we have uh, incoming freshman Max Gillian. Yep. That guy has a cannon. He runs like a deer. Yeah. And we also have a few few offers out. Um, we have a JC, Gerard Evans. Um, he yeah. looks good. Um, but, uh, yeah, Max Gilliam looks... Yeah, that guy looks like he could be the quarterback of the future. Yeah. Um, and that's not a knock on all the other guys. I think no. the other guys have been in the system and have done enough. Yeah, uh, I, th- to... I think Forrest is really good. Yeah. That being said, yeah. we need someone else. Yeah, we need the younger... We need... Well, every recruiting class, you need to go younger as well at every yeah, position. you need so to have something. Just to be safe. Um, should we move on to... Uh, we have the offensive lineman, yep. who's... Rigsby is currently backed up by Tony Mc... Or Patrick, Patrick McCarry. Excuse me. Tony plays on the defensive line. Yep. And Dominic Granado is backed up by Addison Ooms. Yeah. Um, or Ooms. Ooms. I think it's Ooms. One of the two. Yeah. But who do you... Who else could... Who do you see as a potential right guard center duo? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think Ooms wins the center just yeah. by default. Um, he's apparently he played well throughout fall camp as well. Pushed Granado basically. He's a, he's a smart guy. Yeah, to the end. Um, I don't know other than Sumisi, uh, who did not play as a guard this year or even a tackle, I guess. Or he played a guard actually. Yeah, or any of the line. Um, I don't. Camp. Yeah, I don't know of anyone else that did not play the season but was a part of the team this year. Um, you know, so it'll be tough. Yeah, maybe uh, we'll uh, get some appearances more from Cameron Bennett. Yep. And uh, let's see, who else? May J.D. Hinnett. Yep. That guy. I know he's been injured a lot, but he can play. Yeah, I mean, for me personally, the only question mark I have about the O-line is if Rigsby leaves, who is that? Who's the the vocal leader of that O line group? Yeah, because Rigsby's um, loud and proud. And... Literally, yes. Um, maybe Cochran, um, but I don't think he's he, from from I my don't interaction. I think Aaron Cochran's that kind of person. Yeah, from my from my interaction with him, he's not that like a he's a he's a great guy. He's just not very outspoken enough uh, to basically lead a line. He can lead by example, but I don't think vocally, probably not. Maybe that'll fall to Borreo. Maybe I could see that. Yeah. He's loud enough. Yeah. 
Um, All right, and then we move on to defense. Yeah, should we start the line or with the Yeah, let's with the start with the line. So Jaleel and Cragen are the two that are leaving. Yeah, I mean, Jaleel's yeah. been injured a lot. Yeah, so. but when he's in, he's, he's a force. Yeah. Um, I love Moose. So we got uh, Looney, obviously, is still there, but he'll have the other spot. Yeah. So we'll rely on McCarry, who's been playing in his place quite a bit. Yep, he did. They're relying on a... Uh, Trevor Kelly's leaving as well, along with oh, David right. Davis. Yep. And we have Manley for another year. We have uh, Luke Beckett. Yep. And we have uh, Russell Uday. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uday's been injured, so. Yeah. So I think one of those guys takes that yeah, spot. Yeah, one of them. For me personally, I think it's either it's either McCarry or Uday. Yeah. I can, I, see, just, I can see Uday. I like Uday. Yeah, I just like his size and his, just, his ability from what I've seen on tape. Yeah. Um, and then at the outside spot, I think, yeah, you're writing it down, as I said, too, Saffle. Yeah. he Out of that class, he was probably the, my favorite as far as explosion goes. Yeah. Dude can get off the end. Yeah. One, one I would say as a question mark, little asterisk, is with the incoming class, mm-hmm. um, Evan Weaver. Um, yeah, I've heard good things about him. That The guy looks good. Yeah. Uh, the, kid, the kid is... He's, he's got nice. the size. He's got basically everything you want as a defensive end. Yeah. Um, so and we're leaving out a Westerfield there too. Oh yeah, he hasn't played too much. He hasn't, but he follows me on Twitter, which mm-hmm. I very much um, thank him for. Mm-hmm. So he is my favorite D end just because he follows me on Twitter. Yeah, good job. Uh, <laughs> all right, and then moving on to the linebackers position. Okay, so Michael Barton and Jalen Jefferson. It's going to be tough to replace Jefferson. Yeah. I'm thinking right now we have uh, Hamilton and Noe. Yep. And Noe. Downs. Downs, that's a big one. Um, um, let's see. And Hardy. I think those are three starting three starting linebackers, right? Hardy. Right there. Yeah, and those guys will be tasked with replacing. We haven't even talked about, like, I see a Tongalova. Tongalova, yeah. And that guy is... He's an athletic monster as well. Yeah. Um, and um, I don't know. I'm just looking through all the linebackers right now. Kearney and Davison. Davison did a good job yeah, on Saturday. Davison. We all love Ray Ray. Yeah. He's solid. Yeah. So they'll, they'll be fine there. They're actually pretty set there more than I thought. Yeah. And then we come to the bigger problem, which is the secondary yeah. in replacing McClure. So McClure's gone and White is gone. Yes. Cam Walker stays. Allensworth stays. Um, Pyatt stays. Mm-hmm. And uh, Drew and Vanderbilt stay. So it'll probably be Drew and Vanderbilt back at the safety spots. But to replace White, I think Jalen Hawkins could be a guy yeah. that steps up because he's been good. Oh, uh, spot. well, I mean, not maybe a corner, maybe in the nickel spot, but, yeah. uh, but Turner. Turner. Turner has played well this season for the snaps that yeah, he's played. He Caleb Coleman was slotted into that out of fall camp. Yeah, and he wasn't he wasn't performing. I mean he did perform well in the first couple of games. Yeah, um, and then Cam Walker and uh Trey Turner just took that away. Yeah. They're the they're the guys now. Yeah, mm-hmm. and Trey Turner had that crazy good pick in Utah. Yeah. That was an amazing pick where he just beat the man for the, the catch. And he had some great tackles uh today too. He locked yeah. down that um that slot position. So yeah, Trey Turner, hey, maybe they could switch him out to the outside. Um, but if Jalen Hawkins is is uh, is healthy, I think it's him. Yeah. Personally. I think we haven't had that type of speed and, like, just 
hands-on type of corner. We're also leaving out uh, Evan Rambo. That is true. Yeah, you can make plays from those safety spots. McCrary as well. McCrary, McCrary's fast. Yeah. Oh, oh, we're forgetting another big name, Malik Psalms. Yeah. Yeah. So we're actually pretty set in terms of this. In terms of just bodies at the yeah. secondary spot, it's a matter of they're all talented. It's yeah. just a matter of can they get it together to play together. a full season and every single snap. Yeah. Um, so, in terms of that, I think we're good. I mean, though, do we lose a? No, that's fine. Uh, do we lose a? Do we lose Meiniger? This yes, but do. I like Carey and Klumpf. Yeah, Klumpf. Klumpf can kick the stuff out of the ball. Yeah. So, so I mean, we got we still got Harry Adolphus. Yeah. For King, for Queen and Country. Fifty-five yeah. yard punt yesterday. Yeah. Went into the end zone, but it was fifty-five yards. Yeah, and that was a it was like a rugby style too. Yeah. It wasn't a it wasn't a regular style punt. He knocked the hell out of it. <laughs> so um, yeah, I think uh, I think we're pretty much set in terms of that. Um, yeah. But one more thing we want to talk about in this segment is. If you follow Twitter, if you follow, um, you know, uh, Ryan Gorsey for Scout or Cal Rivals or whatnot, a lot of the guys were at the press conference last night after the big game, and uh, some news came out was after Sonny Dykes' press conference was over, as he was leaving, um, Mike Williams looked at um, Sonny Dykes and apparently said, uh, we'll talk tomorrow. Um, and that was it. That, it. It wasn't a. It wasn't a formal quote. It wasn't on stage or anything. It was just yeah. as he's in passing, and people heard it and they just posted it. So this is a little segment within the segment. Is Trace and I are going to try to interpret what that "we'll talk tomorrow" means. Um, I'm gonna guess they were getting brunch. They were getting brunch. Where were they getting brunch? Uh, well, I went to the. I actually went to brunch this morning, and we went to the Tomate Cafe down there on Fifth Street in Berkeley. Ooh, that place is nice. Yeah, I got a lox scramble. Ooh. Lovely. Good choice. Yeah. But they, uh, no, in all seriousness, they need to just talk. May just figure out, hey, this is, line up their expectations. I firmly believe that Sunday's getting another year. Yeah. So they need to, they're probably going to talk to line up their expectations, say, hey, this is what we expect out of you. This is what the fans expect out of you. And this is what I need from you. What do you need from me? And just talk. Because sometimes when egos get involved in something as petty as sports, there's a tendency not to listen and to make the other guy that you're arguing with into this just other figure that you can't get over. They need to just come together, pull down, talk. Talking helps for the most part. It's a great way to to diffuse a situation. Yes. Um, like cooler heads for them. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Uh, the we'll talk tomorrow, isn't it? Uh, for me, it's always a, it's the tone in which he said it. Yeah. And it like we don't a, know tone here. We can't. We, you can't tell tone. Um, so is it like a... We'll like, talk tomorrow. Yeah. We'll talk tomorrow. Or, we'll, don't worry about it. We'll talk about it tomorrow. Uh, we'll talk tomorrow. Yeah. Or was it that? Yeah. Like... Um, are, is it is it like a you know when you I don't I hate I don't want to make this reference uh, but I will just because it's funny um, <laughs> um, if you ask a girl out yes and she says in the first voice we'll talk tomorrow about it happily generally your chances might sound a little bit you might feel a little bit better yeah. but uh, you know if she quietly pulls you aside and says um, we'll talk about this tomorrow 
Uh, you'd say, uh, well, okay, let's not talk about this tomorrow. I'm going to go back to the drawing board. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, Thank you for your time. Best of luck in your future endeavors. I'm out. Um, so yeah, I, that's, that's the, uh, for me, that's, that's what it sounds like. It's, um, it's like, we can't tell what type of tone they set it in, but the way they were talking about it, I don't think it's a, it's a bad one. Yeah. Or we'll just talk about it tomorrow. Like, don't worry about it tonight. Like it, you know, just go home, hug yeah. your kids, yeah, kiss them, kiss them good night, and then um, we'll just talk about this loss and everything tomorrow. Yeah, dwell the ball and administrative stuff tomorrow. So that's that's what it that's what I've thought about it. So I think we're all right. I think uh, I think he's good. Uh, Hopefully, yeah, it won't be that big of a deal. Um, and then on to the fun stuff. Basketball. Basketball. We're talking basketball. Um, that we are. Um, it's my favorite sport. I like it when they dribble up and down the court. <laughs> hey, we're continuing the song. We are. We are. But in speech. Yes. In prose. Um, let's talk about the women's team first because they are on a roll right now. Yeah. Um, they played UC Riverside. Um, they had a tough time against Riverside on Friday. They but did. But they pulled out the win 64-58. to 58. Michaela Cowling shoots a 4 of 12. Courtney Range, 8 of 16. Uh, Ash Thomas, 6 of 17. Um, you know, and so it wasn't, in terms of points, wasn't a great game. Uh, and, but, I mean, we pulled out the win. Yes. Um, and that's, that's basically what matters, right, is we got the win. And so they were 3-0 there. Um, I had just received news that, um, Cal has, Cal, the women's team, they played a game today at 2 mm-hmm. uh, against Cal Poly. Cal won 82-57. to Um, they set a Cal... Record today mm-hmm. in threes made. How many? Fourteen. Wow, <laughs> fourteen. You know what the percentage was? They shot fifty-six percent from beyond the arc. That oh, is a fourteen to twenty-seven. <laughs> yeah. Wow, <laughs> impressive. That's incredible. Um, sophomore Gabby Green was four of eight from three. Michaela Cowling was four of four from three, and freshman Asher Thomas was four of six from three. Actually, met Gabby Green the other day. She's a really nice young lady. Yeah. So. And it feels weird to say that because I look like I'm 17 years old. <laughs> uh, but yeah, they're they're on a roll. Um, I I don't know what to say. They're they're good. They're really good. Yeah, they're keeping on rolling like the Undertaker's old theme music, <laughs> done by Limp Bizkit. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm gonna have. To, or I mean, I I've been planning to check out one of their games. It's just timing just has not worked out because just because of the scheduling right now with the men's games at night and. Them in the afternoon. And so. football and, and football you know, well, our yeah. day-to-day lives that yeah. we have. Yeah, so, but yeah, I hope to do, I really hope I do make it out to one of these games, but, wow, hats off to them. 4-0. Yeah. 4-0 to start the season. Amazing. Yes, ladies, Coach Gottlieb's been probably the best, most stable coach that we've had. Yeah. And, and in a more major sport, I should say, we've had people like Jack Clark yeah. around forever. Right? Yeah. He's not going to leave because he's nope. the best rugby coach ever. Nope. And uh, our volleyball coach as well, uh, Feller, yeah. Rich Feller. He's been around for a long time. And Durden has been around for a while too. Yep. Durden's a nice guy. I, I can only assume that they're all nice guys. Yeah, he, Durden's actually, uh, he was an electrical engineer, which seems like a, Career change. the right sort of thing to get into when you're uh, around water. <laughs> 
Yeah, of course. Electricity and water. What what could happen? What could possibly happen? But we'll talk about our other deep voiced coach, Coach Conzo Martin and his men's team. Yes, we will. Three and zero, California Golden Bears. Yeah, so we played uh, two games this past week. Uh, the first one was against UC Santa Barbara, the Gauchos. Yeah. What a what a great name. Gauchos, good team. Good team. I mean, we lost to them two years ago. Yeah. Um. So this was uh. I don't. I think Ty might. Oh, actually, no. Ty did all this. Uh, juniors and seniors, they were on that and team. Ty, that lost Jabari, them. Jordan, Jordan, Cam, Cam. Um, they were all on the uh, Singer, uh, Rooks. I mean, not Rooks. Uh, Roger. They were all part of that team. Uh, but yeah, I mean, this game. I thought uh, the Gauchos started off pretty well. Yeah. Um, some of those. Michael Bryson uh, for Santa Barbara is. He's a pretty dang good point guard. Yeah. And uh, what's his name? Green? Yep, John I Green. I made as many jokes about the uh, writer, John Green, as I could throughout <laughs> that game. There will be no fault in our stars, too. Uh, but, I mean, just... Mostly because the kids died. Oh. No spoilers. No spoilers. Uh, I mean, I'm looking at the box score here is uh, Jalen Brown, 6 of 10, 4 of 7 from the line, 7 rebounds, 17 points, uh, but committed 4 turnovers. Uh, That's what he focused on in the postgame conference, actually. Yeah. He was asked about his dunk, and he said, well, you know, I had 4 turnovers, I have to work on these, so yeah. and so forth. I love I love the way he talks and in interviews. He's, the biggest room is the room for improvement. Yeah. So, uh, that's my favorite line I've heard. Yeah. I think I said it last week, and you I'll did. say it again. You did. But if you haven't seen that dunk, that was a monster dunk. Um, it didn't look as good on on the TV as yeah, it, did. it did in person. It, yeah. As in person, it was vicious. He just got up and just threw it down. He got up quick <laughs> and threw it down with his left hand. Yeah. And, oh, um, beautiful. Yeah, Ivan in this game, 12 points, 10 of 10 from the free throw line. Only three rebounds, but yeah. uh, this wasn't his game uh, yeah. today or but this particular ECU one. was his game. That was. He, he dominated. That was aside from foul trouble. Yeah. One more thing I do want to talk about that's the UC Santa Barbara game is uh, Tyrone's stat line this season has been outstanding. Um, this Santa Barbara's game, he scored. He had a total of twenty four points, six of ten from uh, from the field, eleven of thirteen from the free throw line. Yep. Um, and he had play. Yeah, four rebounds and six assists. Yeah. Woo! What a stat line from your point guard. Yeah. Um, so. Uh, this team has been on fire, and then which leads us to ECU. To the they ECU struggled game. against. Yeah, went three for twenty-three from three-point land, zero of twelve from three in the second half. But they mostly due to Rab being so good and Brown being willing to attack the zone more than anyone else. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking at the stat line going. You know, East Carolina did give us some fits. Uh, they, you know, they. We're pretty good from three in the first half. Uh, three of seven, but, I mean, they still drained three. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, in terms of the overall field percentage, we held them pretty well. We held them 29.6% in the first half and 35.7% in the second half. Uh, overall, the entire game, we held them to 327 So I don't think you can complain about that. Yeah, so it's not, it's not our defense that had no. the issue this game. No, this no. was just... And... Um, I will say this about the offense in this game is, one, there were moments where the offense got stagnant in the ball. We went back to hero ball. We went back to the Ben Braun. Yeah. Passed the ball around the perimeter offense. Yeah. Um, but at the, at the same time, 
we got a lot of open looks. A yeah, lot. it just wasn't falling. Yeah, that's that's an issue. Yeah, um, and I I talked I talked about this in Twitter is because they ran a, a three two zone on us, which basically I don't know if you saw, but it it basically spread out into a four one zone at one yeah. point, um, and we would hit Rab in the post. Uh, but, but he gets swarmed but right we, away. Yeah, he gets swarmed right away, and he would just have to kick he it right up. He just needs to keep it above his head. The old, that's the old Bill Walton thing. Yep. Keep it above your head so you can... And just turn. ...make passes yeah. to the cutters. And yeah. when he got to do that at the end with yeah. Bird... Yeah. It worked. They've got a good connection there. Yeah. Local kids. The big thing for me, too, was that... Um, I mean, the ECU zone... I mean, first of all, the ECU zone defense was... They were good. Yeah. They're very disciplined. They're very well practiced. Yeah, and they, they shift really, really well. They weren't giving up any lanes at all, and they, they collapsed, and then they expanded really, really smoothly. Um, but I kind of wanted to see a little bit more of the the Montgomery format of breaking down a, a zone. Yeah. Where that... you have a guy on the low post, you have a guy at the foul line, and you play through the guy at the foul line who can make mid-range shots or pass at baseline. Yeah, the old Kravich. Exactly. Which but Ivan can do. He they has the skill set to do, do enough to do that. Yeah. So that's what I talked about was, is I mean, if we had Ivan playing there, I think, I mean, his stat line today was, on the game, 5 of 7, uh, 14 points, 13 rebounds, 5 blocks, and 2 assists. Yeah. The one problem was that we weren't making any outside shots, which allowed those top two guys at the head of the zone to just contract. Yeah. So, I mean, if you if you want to get a sense of how bad we were from 3... Let me read this to you. Jalen Brown, 3 point, 0 for 5. Uh, Jabari Bird, 0 for 2. Jordan Matthews, 1 for 5. Tyron Wallace, 2 for 7. Sam Singer, 0 for 1. Steven Domingo, 0 for 3. Yep. A lot of zeros. Our 3 point percentage for this game was 13%. Yes. 3 of 23. It's a, you can't live by the 3 and die by the 3. And thankfully we didn't. Yeah. But... It wasn't pretty. It really much. wasn't. It really wasn't. And, a lot of clanging. Yeah, and Ty was getting frustrated. He committed five turnovers, only two assists. Um, scored 20 points, though, in six rebounds. Yeah. But he you got that tell. a little padded at the end with the intentional fouling. Yeah, but you can get... Uh, you knew he was getting frustrated with the, just the sheer amount of turnovers he was committing. Because yeah. um, he knew what he wanted to do. He knew exactly the moves he wanted to make, the, the cuts he wanted to make, the dribble moves he wanted to make. And but, he got his on quite a few of those. Yeah. But some of it was just unattain- unobtainable. Yeah, especially with them running a zone like that. Yes. They just collapsed yes, on yes, it. Yes, yes, um, But one more note, one more thing to note for me is Ivan's rebounding, it's so balanced. And by balanced, I mean yeah. he got 13 rebounds, but he got six offensive and seven defensive. Yeah, he just snatches them down. He yeah. goes up strong, takes it down strong while on the defensive end offensively. He just takes it and he tries to go back up with it without bringing it down. Yeah. That's the problem that Rooks has because he he's not quite there on the confidence level yeah. to just keep it up there and keep going back up with it. Yeah, I mean, he's Rooks is like a total original, old school, back yeah. to the basket. Just he's he's trying to take after his dad a little bit. Yeah, but uh, Ivan's that new hybrid of that like semi-Chris Bosh type. The Anthony Davis type. Yeah, yeah. So... Um, I don't know what to say about this team. I mean, we this was this was I think for us a huge win, not just because we're three zero, but the fact that we just we were close, our shots weren't falling, but we just grinded out a win. Yeah, 
they got they got tested. Yeah. And they know, okay, this we're not gonna just roll through everybody. Yeah. So I think this was a good start, especially going into this weekend where we face Sam Houston State on Monday. Yes. And then they go to um, Vegas Thanksgiving, which they could potentially end up playing. San Diego State in the first game, yeah. and then West, West Virginia, Virginia or uh, who's the other team? Uh, Richmond. Richmond. Yeah. Spiders. In the second game. So this is going to be a good week of uh, Cal basketball. Um, it'll be a fun test um, over the weekend. I'm going to have a lot of fun watching these games. Yeah, and you're, we're going to have a nice uh, time to watch it during Thanksgiving as exactly, well. Exactly, exactly. Sitting on the couch after eating some fried turkey. Yep, yep. So I will be at the game, Sam Houston State, tomorrow. Yeah, I um, will be conspicuously absent. Yep, so. yeah. Uh, so yeah, if you have the time, come say hi to me in Meteor Row. Um, yeah. It's not hard. I think I, I'm pretty sure I'm the only Asian guy sitting in Meteor Row. Uh, at least at, at the art at the end that we said that I think. Yeah, I mean, yeah, <laughs> a couple of girls for daily cal occasionally come. Oh, but. maybe yeah, uh, but yeah, uh, that pretty much wraps up our show this week. Um, yeah, it's Thanksgiving. Yeah, it's Go. a holiday. And the merry bells keep ringing. Yeah, happy holidays <laughs> to you. It is if people say is it too early for Christmas music? My my rule of thumb is as soon as Halloween is over and it hits November first, you are allowed to play Christmas music. I I take uh, after Thanksgiving. You say after Thanksgiving, okay. but I I don't care. I try not to listen. So. <laughs> I it's Thanksgiving's my favorite holiday, so I'm just focused on that right now. Get to see my family. Get to see my niece for the first time. Nice. So I'm excited about that. Get to deep fry a turkey, and which turns into, hey, what can we throw in this thing? Which is always fun. What do you do for Thanksgiving? Uh, for me, uh, my dad's always been a, a stickler of Thanksgiving is turkey, Christmas is ham. I agree. Um, and I, I'm, I'm all for that. Um, beef as a side dish thrown in every once in a while. Just, you know, if you want two mains, yeah. if you're having enough people over. Um, so yeah, I think I'm, uh, don't have multiple turkeys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good old fashioned American excess. <laughs> like we had three turkeys a couple of years ago. One traditionally cooked, one fried and one smoked. Wow. We had a lot of leftovers. <laughs> well, I can only I need a lot of sandwiches. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think I'm going to go buy some stuff Monday, uh, Monday afternoon, just get ready. I think I might have some friends over this year just cause I have a lot of friends here that are going home for Thanksgiving this year. So just uh, cook together. I have a turkey recipe that I use every year um, mm-hmm. with uh, with some herb butter, just uh, just uh, lathered in, and then uh, injected. Yeah, and then also uh, I cover it with a uh, patchwork of bacon, like thick cut applewood smoked bacon. Wow. Yeah, and I cover the whole thing, and I base it in uh, thinned out maple syrup. So a little bit of hot water and maple syrup, and I base it every thirty minutes. That's probably pretty good. Yeah, because it, it gets all. Uh, sweet and salty with yeah. the outside and crisp up but the bacon keeps it moist and the skin doesn't burn yeah. perfect perfect recipe I really want a turkey leg right now <laughs> oh man um, so yeah that pretty much wraps up our show today uh, I hope everyone who's listening has a very very good Thanksgiving yeah enjoy your families enjoy the football and the basketball and stuff yeah and uh, if you're enjoy in East Bay please come check out the Cal basketball on Monday and then also our game against ASU on Saturday. Yeah, I'll, I'll be at that one, definitely. I'll be at that one for yeah. sure. Last game of the season, why not? Might as well. Yep. 
so yeah, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, whatever, whatnot, uh, email us and tweet at us. Our email for the podcast is at cgbbearcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Um, my Twitter handle is Rob11, the numbers, 11HWANG. Trace is at Trace Travers 3. And our website is CaliforniaGoldenBlocks.com where you yes. can read the preview for the game uh, on Monday, which is which I'm writing. Yes. So, uh, and then um, all of the reviews and everything and specific feature articles and whatnot. Um, and yeah, uh, should we do a little email thing for this week, Trace, since it is um, Thanksgiving? Um, I don't know. I guess so. Uh, just tell us about... Um, Your craziest Thanksgiving... Yeah, food. either that or who, who do you, here, I have one if you don't want to do the Thanksgiving. Right, there we go. Whose number should be next retired for Cal basketball? Ooh, oh, that's a big one. Because I have some strong opinions on this one. I, I see three guys. Those are Jerome Randall. Yep, I agree with that one. Leon Poe. I agree with that one. And Jorge Gutierrez. Oh, I might put a fourth one in there. Just just because Theo. I'm a, I'm yeah, Theo. Theo. I'm a Theo. The guy's the consummate Cal player. Yeah. I think out of those, I'd put Jorge as my top. Because that's the, that's the guy in my mind that epitomizes what you want Cal basketball to be. That is true. Just tough, hard-nosed, hard-working. True. Had to make as many sacrifices as possible to get here. Yeah. And is now, I mean, he's in the D League, but he's been in the league yeah, in yeah. and out. Yeah, yeah, I'd say either him or Randall yeah. as, as the number one to go. Yeah, they may be one A, one B, just yeah. because Randall. Is... They they both meant so much for this program. Yeah, um, I because I I think Jorge is my favorite player I've ever watched at Cal, just because of that two thousand nine Stanford game oh, where they yeah. had to come back from being down twenty two in the first half. What an epic! And game. then they played. I think this is the first real small ball lineup that we'd seen. Yeah, with Montgomery too. Yeah, with uh, we played uh, Jerome, Jorge, Patrick Christopher, Theo Robertson, Boykin. Yeah, as our five with Camp in for Boykin. That was our... also the year we led the entire country in three point percentage, mm-hmm. if I remember correctly. And yes, Theo, Theo, in terms of player stats, led the entire country in three, in three point. point percentage. So yeah, and just watching Gutierrez, uh, he was a freshman at the time, put his spark yeah into that game, Mike. God, that yeah. was beautiful. He yeah. stole the ball, threw it off people. Yeah. For me, seeing, seeing Gutierrez his freshman year was the equivalent of seeing Ty his freshman year. Just, yeah. just the, the overall, like, wow, how, could, how good this is this guy going to get? Excellent. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, so I guess we'll, we'll throw that in there. Yeah. Um, what, what number or which player do you think should get his jersey retired? And if there's someone from before those times that you want to have retired, let us know because we're not that old. Please do. Um, the farthest for me I can go in terms of Cal basketball would be Ryan Anderson and Devon Harden. Yeah. Because that's when I first came here and started following Cal basketball. So I'm around May 99, so Lampley, Joe Shipp, Brian Weathers. Yeah, so a little, little bit a little earlier than yeah. me. So yeah, uh, whoever you think, let us know. Um, and we will Chino the, Carlisle. Yeah. So you can email us or you can tweet at us, uh, however you want to do it. Um, and that pretty much wraps up our show. And uh, yeah, have a happy Thanksgiving. And yeah. we will see you next week. Go Bears. Go Bears. Let's go. You know it. What? Tell the story. What? You got a whole network. This is bad.
Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.